0: Hi, it's Mary Beth Henry. I just wanted to check in. Um, I got an email this morning. Just wanted to share. You know, there's so much going on out now with our children and with us um, during this time, just unprecedented time in our life, being home with our children. Um, but let's let's talk a little bit about um, what anxiety looks like in our children. And I'm not going to read the email. You can read it if you want to go back on. But I'm going to respond to it. Um, I always like to tell parents. That when your child has nighttime challenges, um, let's just talk right now with what we're challenged right now with a child waking up, um, a child feeling really scared and anxious during the night. I always like to remind parents that when a child has nighttime issues, it's a direct reflection of what they're going, kind of going on, what's going on during the day. So when there's something that's coming up during the night, we need to spend a lot of time during the day. To help our children to to release all that tension and fear, anxiety, feelings, emotions, so when they do go to sleep, they truly are able to uh, really let down and 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 fall asleep and stay asleep. So remember that. So if there's nighttime things, and it could be not just waking up at night, it could be that your child is having peeping, uh peeing, and pooping accidents during the night, um, or your child, or during the day, they're having issues where they're not eating well, or they're having peeing, pooping issues, or they're not taking naps. And there's so many pieces here we have to look at. But that's how children express their anxiety. And they're, they're, they bottle it up. And they can't really say how they feel. Even if they're, if, it's, if it's an older child, um, they really have a hard time telling exactly how they feel. Um, so they, they show it in, in, in three ways. Their, their sleep is going to be different and challenging. Their eating is going to be different and challenging. And their peeing and pooping is going to be challenging, too. There's going to be accidents, there's going to be constipation, there's going to be a lot of issues. So let's talk about how we can solve these. So let's start with today, um, really looking at um, how we can help our children. So normal crisis reaction. these are normal things that children react to it. So this is what, we, what we're going to focus on right now is, um, the first one is uh, common reactions are the fear of separation. So if your child is having, um, issues with you leaving the room or going to sleep at night or them sleeping in their rooms at night, um, by themselves, or your, your child is afraid when you leave the house or go for a walk, whatever it is, that's a normal reaction of, um, a crisis. Um, The next one is um, the child might act more dependent. The child may feel more helpless, may feel sad, may feel unsafe. They may feel like they're much younger than they really are. For example, I, I like to use this example a lot for parents. You know, your child's able to put their own shoes on for two, three years, and all of a sudden they can't put their shoes on. They can't tie their own shoes. That's a very common one. Those easy things, those things they were able to do before, they can't do now. That's a very common one. That's a child telling you, I need help right now. I need some help. I can't tell you how I'm feeling, but I'm telling you right now, I need some nurturing. And I like to use the phrase, nurture your child through it, help them. And that's where you say to them, you know what? I can help you right now. I can help you put your shoe on. I can help you wash your face. Today, I can do that for you. Let's let's go do that together. That's what they need to hear. It's nurturing. We nurture them through those times that are very typical you know, feeding them, bathing them, reading to them, cuddling with them, all those things, that's nurturing for your child. And that's what they need right now is for us to step up and do a lot of extra nurturing. They're going to act a lot younger when they're feeling anxious or worried. Your child is also going to have mood swings. Um, There's going to be time when they are going to be feeling really great and really things are usual. And then they're going to have these Huge, or not always huge, some mood swings that are kind of, kind of, kind of come and go. They're going to feel frustrated. They're going to be irritated. There's going to be outbursts of anger. Um, it's very. This is another very common one. Um, you, the play might be be starting to look a little bit different. If your child um, uh, is playing with toys or or drawing, or their artwork might start looking a little bit um, a little um with a little bit of violence, there might be some scenes that might be preoccupied with death or disaster um might be the themes. Um so this is just the child's way of processing what's going on in the event. So we want them to express themselves and children do a lot through play. Um so if that is something where they're they are ramming cars together or the um or they're they're washing the the doll's hands over and over again whatever you see them playing out pay attention to that because that's how they're expressing kind of trying to figure out what's going on on the outside world and they're going to do it through their play um if your child is learning at home what you what you could be seeing already or you will see soon if they're having a a little bit of stress going on or or really kind of feeling anxious um that their, their their concentration is going to be really different and they're going to have a hard time remembering and their memory is not going to be as as sharp as it could be they're also going to get tired very quickly Um, as I talked about earlier learning online is difficult as it is because it's a one-dimensional learning so be aware of your child taking more breaks um, maybe learning while they're moving around Um, don't don't be so hard on them about um, staying on task at this moment this is a really difficult time to learn um, your child might feel a little more withdrawn, more distant, become quiet, um, might be um, just kind of emotionally kind of flat. And there's going to be times, like I said, part of the moody piece, well, they're going to feel that way. And, and you kind of just have to be aware of that. And then during that time when they are kind of withdrawn, this is where I want you to bring in some activities that they can do. This is where you can create a, a calming box. And I'll talk about that a little later but a box where a child can have some activities um, that will calm them down um, and give them a place to go with that feeling. Um, Right now, children are feeling very lonely. They don't have their friends. Um, That carefree existence is just not around. Um, They don't have their classmates. Um, There's just a lot going on there, so they're feeling really isolated. And so we have to just n- explain that, talk to them about that, how that is within the normal of everybody right now. It's not a great feeling, um, and it's sad. And there are some things that we can do. We've been I've been posting some ideas, um, but creating some virtual play dates, uh, using that Lego challenge, all sorts of things really are working great. Um, children worry. That's the next one. Worry is. Uh, normal, and they do think about things, um, and they express it in many different ways. So what we have to help them is when they are worrying about something, like they might be worried if you leave the house to go get food, or they might worry if um, someone uh, walks outside and touches something. Okay, we need to talk about those worries, not just say, oh, stop being so worried. No, talk about it. If they're saying it, talk them through it, help them Hear them and hear them about what they're thinking about. Ask them. Tell me what you're thinking. Tell me why that is so strong right now. Why you why you why is that a worry right now? Why why are you thinking about that a lot right now? Ask them. Don't belittle them. Pull it out and talk to them a lot during the day. Remember we want to get this stuff out during the day. So at night when they're sleeping, they're not going to wake up. That's our whole goal here. Remember, nighttime issues are daytime challenges. We have to get through. You will also, um, your child might complain about physical complaints. Um, there might be knots in their stomach, or there might, they might have headaches, um, or their body just might feel tight. So if there's physical complaints, um, we need to really work on relaxing that body. And I have a lot of techniques for you to, to that will be attached to this to help you with that. Um, and the next one is sleep problems. Um, sleep problems are very, very common with traumatic events. Um, the child has a really strong need for security and having to sleep alone is really, really difficult for them. So if your child is having a difficult time right now and wants to be in your space for sleep, this is the moment when you can, you can allow that to happen. You can, um, I like to teach parents about putting a little nest, a little, a little safe place to sleep in your room, uh, a little sleeping bag or some blankets on the floor where your child, if they wake up in the middle of the night and they're feeling overwhelmed, that they can come quietly into your room, crawl into the nest with a little flashlight with their lovey, and hopefully you know calm themselves down and put themselves back to sleep. Um, that is something that I really encourage right now. Your child, um, your children might need to be in your space, and they need to feel that safety, and that's okay. When this is all done and complete we will be able to get them back into their room. We will be able to work through sleep issues again. But right now, it, they might need to be in your space and understand that. Um, so what, what can we do? How can we help during the day? We want to create throughout the day some quiet moments where your child can, and you can be really physically and mentally present with them and talk about things, talk about questions, talk about what, what's going on and how they're feeling. Talk about um, a behavior maybe you saw. Talk about maybe what happened last night when they woke up in the middle of the night. Talk about it. Get them to draw. Get them to, to um, paint. Get them, um, maybe play some Play-Doh with them. And as you're playing with the Play-Doh, or play a game with them. And just get them to start talking about what's going on, what are the feelings inside their body. Um, Children aren't always going to have the words, so you have to go through what actions. What what are they telling you with their actions? What are they telling you when they explode? What are they telling you when they're cur- curled up in a ball, and they're just crying? Okay, those are they're telling you with their actions. They're telling you with their behaviors. So, get with them, talk with them, hold them. Try all this during the day. You really hone in on this stuff during the day, so at night everyone can sleep well. It's okay to talk about the events that are going on. It's okay to talk about the sequence. Um, I'm encouraging a lot of older children to to write down maybe a journal of what's happening right now. This is an historic time in the child's life. This is something that it, it's good to put, some, put it down in writing or, or put it down in some way so they can kind of see what's going on to help understand what's going on. Especially for the older children. It's a great one. Um, you know, create... Some cozy moments throughout the day, you've got to create them. Don't have your child always begging or having a tantrum to get you to to cozy up with them. Create one or two cozy times throughout the day where you get the big blankets and pillows or get on the bed and just curl up together, hold each other, read some stories together. Um, But just sit and cuddle. Hold your child, even if they're 11 years old. Hold them. Bring them in. Wrestle with them. Tickle with them. Lots of physical touch um children really you know they like rules they like limits they like boundaries that's that to them is security when they have those rules and limits and boundaries that's security when they feel secure when feel, when children feel secure they ultimately can feel love so that's why we have schedules and routines that's why we have activities that we're doing throughout the day that are that the child knows about, that the child can expect, that the child knows what's happening next. That's giving security. That's security and ultimately it's going to make the child feel safe and loved. So let's remember that as we're doing our routines and our schedules. But let's also remember not to be so rigid that we're, we are losing um, some personal touch with our children. Our children need a lot of guidance right now, they need a lot of help. So those are some things I really want you to focus on. I am including in this, um, in this uh, verbal piece for you today, I'm including some things that you can do with your child, a list of a 100 different ways of of coping skills, a 100 different things you can do with your child throughout the day, and some things you can do in the evening. At, at the end of the day. So make sure that if you're doing all these great things during the day, that you also have, um, especially for our, our little 11-year-old here, some real good cuddle time and, and at the end of the day, some meditation. There's some great children's meditation that she could be doing. Um, and then give her some things that she can do in the evening by herself after you've done cuddling with her some things that she can do to help relax her body some things she could be listening to some soothing music or some other meditation pieces or she could have her stress balls and she could be squeezing the stress balls as she's going and she's relaxing her body um there's zen yoga there's just so many good things that are out here available for our children to do right now um i i gave you some in this um some links, um, uh, some coping strategy cards that you can create, and there's six cards that you can uh, cut out, and um, that these are some six strategies that your child can do anywhere. Um, and I really think it'd be helpful for to have for um, to have by their bed or to have in their room of different things they can do when they're feeling a little bit anxious and they're feeling a little bit worried. Um, and so that's so the, the six are drinking water draw a picture, tapping, which I gave you a link on how to, how to do tapping, uh, relaxing your face exercises, humming a song, and imagine your safe place. These are all really great six basic coping mechanisms that we really do need to teach our children and ourselves during this time. So I hope this helps. I hope this starts the conversation. Um, please reach out to me this week. I'm available. I'm available if you need a 30-minute session. If you need a 60-minute session, I'm available. I'm around. I am doing my regular groups, um, but I am available to answer and help you during this time. So please um, reach out and um, know that I'm here for you. I wish you all the best, and um, please stay safe, and I'll talk to you soon.